Hey, and welcome to Not Just Politics, where we get young voices heard and are educating on political, environmental, social and economic issues and topics. Welcome to Not Just Politics, guys. Um, my name is Jordan. I'm your host. And I am here with the core team of Grassroot App. So do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Um, I'm Dada Kelly Gottlo. I'm a freshman computer science major at the University of Maryland. And I'm the uh, co-founder and CEO of Grassroot. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm Andrew Cox. Um, I'm a senior at Clarksburg High School. And I'm going to be majoring in public policy and, envir- and minoring in environmental science next year. Um, I'm the public outreach. So, yeah. Uh, and I'm Richard McCorge. Uh, I'm a sophomore at the University of Maryland, and I'm studying computer science as well. Amazing. Uh, I'm also the CTO at Grassroots. So. Amazing. Um, yeah. So I am with, as you can hear, the differentiation in voices. I'm with three Americans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Um, How have you been dealing like with COVID, with um, all the protests, all that kind of stuff? How are you doing? You all right? Yeah, I, I guess so. Um, definitely like the <laughs> vaccine. I got mine. Uh, it was like maybe a week ago. Woo! Uh, it was very, very tiring. I, <laughs> <laughs> I you got have just one dose or two? I got a two dose from Pfizer. Nice, nice. Anyone else vaccinated? <laughs> I got my first dose, um, and I'm still waiting for my second. But nice. Um, I, it's been like kind of hard adjusting to the pandemic, but yeah, actually, like it's getting better. What has yeah. changed so far? Would you say is like the main thing that's changed for you guys being over in the US and dealing with a pandemic? I think, um, I mean, restrictions are easing now, obviously with people getting vaccinated, but, um, the hardest thing for me, it was like not seeing, um, people that I care about for extended periods of time. I, and also like not being able to go to a lot of like public places. Yeah. I think that's pretty much the same over here in all honesty like we've all been in self-isolation for like literally a year now and we haven't been able to well if you were doing it correctly um you weren't able to leave your houses like for anything but essential shopping um we opened up for a bit in um when was it I think it was like June for a little while we opened up for like literally a couple of months and the pubs opened and then we went straight back into lockdown in uh, early December so it's been it's been an odd one like I was at university and completely just couldn't graduate and there might be a graduation now so that's quite good (laughs) things are looking a lot better in the UK so yeah why don't you guys tell me a little bit about like how the app like it first got introduced and stuff like that. How did you come across the idea? So uh, last summer, right before I hit college, I um, I was just learning more about politics, especially with the incoming U.S. presidential elections. And I mm-hmm. realized that um, it was a really tumultuous time and there was a, a really great public interest, not just in the U.S., but worldwide. Uh, politics as an industry was peaking. Um, so I just thought it was really interesting. And um me and Richard met each other through working at the same startup um, last um, last fall. And I uh, talked to him about the idea. He came on board. And over the last six months, we've been um, working to develop the app. Nice. And first and probably 
the most important what is the app can you explain the app completely in the entirety of it to me (laughs) so um like any social media um we're focused on connecting individuals um and more importantly we're focused on connecting political candidates Mm -hmm. constituents um, so political candidates can range from local uh, politicians, from um, local eldermen, all the way to presidents, senators, congressmen. And again, people can define these political positions um, in their particular country, whether it be in the U.S., U.K., India, yeah. it's up to them. That's so, really cool. You know, our, like, uh, our, I guess the business end of our app uh, uses uh, machine learning. Um, to basically aggregate the uh, constituents to the people who would actually care about um, contacting them, um, i.e., um, you know, as Otto said, people running in their districts, um, and you know, all the way up to all the way up to their countries. Yeah, that's that's incredible. It's such a good idea. So it would be like essentially like. Like a LinkedIn trying to connect with like um, people who you like as a politician or as a constituent that you want to talk to your politician or vice versa about like certain types of issues or you feel like something's worrying you or you don't really know like where to go forward in something you could potentially like look and see how they could help essentially. So basically, like any sort of social media, you can like yeah. post, um, comment, follow users, and um, uh, like mentioned before, we have like two uh, main types of different users, politicians and um, regular users. Functionality within the app is virtually the same between both politicians and regular users. The only difference is that politicians um, are basically recommended to users and politicians can also take in endorsements. So oh, okay. for further. So, um, so the layout is similar. It's like Instagram, like Twitter. Yeah. LinkedIn in terms of like the app format from like the home button to like um, searching explore button to like your profile, right? And um, if we go back to our explore page, you can actually search for politicians worldwide and the format to search for them is very similar to like Snap Maps if you guys used it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We have like a, like a map layout of the entire world and you can search for, let's just say you search for uh, uh, Boris Johnson and it takes yeah. you to London. That's that's pretty cool. So you can like review like all the types of policies from like, let's say you can go over to New Zealand and be like, oh, I just kind of want to get like a bit more of like a feel of what their politics is like. And like, do I support them? Don't I support them essentially? And it gives you an easier, like more conversational way as well of talking about politics. And I think especially at Not Just Politics, this is exactly what we do. Like we try and make politics accessible for people because we feel that a lot of people are denied the right into politics because well for people because we feel that a lot of people are denied the right into politics because just unfortunately with our age or just people just say like oh you're too young for that or like oh that that won't interest you and like oh it's a bit above you sometimes like so don't worry about it I'm not going to explain it and we feel that like that is just completely unacceptable because it's like it's everything in the world is connected with politics and this seems like a complete great way to start showing those connections fully and saying like this is how everything does kind of fit together and this is how you can start talking about politics on a more conversational level am i right in saying yes like um you know 
uh, Dada and I, we, you know, just recently had our, I guess our first time, uh, being actual participant in an election. Uh, and so when we'd see like, you know, aside from like the president and, you know, maybe the governor, um, you know, you see just five names on, on a sheet when you, when you get your ballot, I'm not sure how it is in the UK, but, uh, yeah, it's, like, um, it's pretty much the same. So we've got yeah. local MPs and then the MPs represent your constituency and then they are in parliament and they are the people who debate in parliament. And then one of them essentially can become prime minister, like if their party puts them forward and stuff like that, and they want to do it. Um, yeah. Uh, but like when basically when you see like you just see like five names on the sheet, you don't know anything about these people. Yeah. Uh, we saw that as a, a major issue because like you could essentially vote for someone that. Yeah. That you don't actually like about or you don't yeah. like their politics or, you know, what they're they're actually for. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, we've got like a similar version of it's not as complex don't get me wrong um, but this is the only thing that we've pretty much got in the UK and it's a website called is my MP a prick <laughs> um, and you like google what your constituency is in there like you just put it in and it like literally just comes up with like yeah he's a prick no he's not a prick don't worry about it like it's fine and it just shows like all the policies of like what they voted on before and how they've like rated them as a prick or not um, so this seems like a lot more legitimate way of doing it. <laughs> yeah, definitely, oh. definitely a bit more peachy. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but, uh, like, yeah, sorry about that. But um, when you actually like um, click on a politician's profile, we want to make it um, more personal and connection-based as well as policy-based. Yeah. So before actually showing a person's um, policies, we have a tab that actually shows them a personal biography and the politician can put in... Um, basically their uh, small life story or bio. That's great. Right. So the way we thought about it is um, I had a personal connection to Joe Biden through um, finding out that he actually lost his, um, his wife and his um, youngest daughter through a car accident just a month before he started um, his tenure as a Senator. Yeah. Very young Senator at that. And recently five years ago, he lost his son due to brain cancer right before actually running for um, president. And that was um, something that I thought um, gave him a defining characteristic as being a champion. Definitely. I can see that. And we like to put, um, so we want to make it connection based first. And um, Richard can talk about our flagship uh, feature, which is actually our polls page as well. Which is- ah, polls page. Yeah, so, yeah, so the polls page, um, Basically, it's uh, it's a series of questions, um, you know, that politicians can post, uh, people who just you know random users can post, um, but they're basically in on the business side of things. They're assigned a value, um, and those those values plug into our algorithm, um, and so they will basically it helps us to tune who we actually um, who we actually send to you as in terms of uh, politicians. Um, so let's say like you, um, I guess you guys don't have this, this problem in, in the UK, but let's say you get a poll about uh, Medicare for all. Yeah. Uh, and then you say, I'm for, I'm for this. This is uh, basically the moment what's been going on if you've been seeing the news. <laughs> so it's quite funny you say this. <laughs> <laughs> then, then you, uh, 
then you uh, then you might get more politicians on your feed um, who support it, um, you know, because they the, your your views align with theirs. Yeah, um, and so that's, like, that's, that's really the purpose of our our entire app. The entire yeah. um, soul behind it is we're really trying to to connect um, constituents with the people that will um, kind of champion their views. And to further explain that, our layout's very similar to like TikTok. So people can post whatever politically opinionated content they want, and you can swipe down to look at more political opinionated content. And we have an additional feature that's very similar to Tinder, where you can swipe right or swipe left, depending on how you feel. Like with the example that uh, Richard pointed out with Lester say there's an example on Medicare for all. Mm-hmm. And I swipe right, uh, meaning that I agree with it. And I see uh, um, political candidates that reacted the same way. So, and let's just say Andrew, who lives in my area, he's the one who posted it. Um, and he can set the locality to a uh, state, um, township, like county, federal, like uh, as in the entire nation. And depending on that, uh, politicians that pertain to him would also have the option of reacting to that poll. And after yeah. I swipe right on it, meaning that I agree with it, I see a list of politicians who swipe the same way and I can go check them out. Let's just say I swipe no, I see a list of politicians that swipe the same way as well. And um, going back to what Richard was talking about with the recommendation engine, which actually recommends politicians to users, which drives their entire platform. If we go back to our explore page, you just click the um, recommend button. It just gives you a list of politicians that we recommend to you. Amazing. Um, on this subject, uh, I do have one concern and I just want you guys to just explain it a bit further. Obviously, with social media apps, you have like the same with YouTube, Snapchat, um, Twitter, everything like that. There are obviously some people that put comments and stuff like that that are homophobic, misogynistic, um, racist, um, transphobic, um, all of that kind of stuff. So how are you guys going to monitor that specifically? So, of course, there's freedom of speech, but freedom of speech can only go so far when you're being offensive and when you are being highly like sometimes even violent like towards people you're using words to potentially incite violence upon people and stuff like that so how would you monitor that kind of behavior um so basically um that's all handled um with our algorithm uh so you know obviously if there's someone like saying they're going to fight someone else like we're not going to allow that um there's also like reporting features um you know, if, if we don't catch something, yeah. um, we can, you know, manually handle that. Amazing. Um, but, but like, um, in terms of, you know, not, not, not necessarily like, uh, physical violence, but like yeah, yeah. You know, speech violence, you know, you, like you said, misogyny, transphobia, stuff like that. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely, um, kind of weeded out by, uh, our post system. Um, but that's not to say that like, all, all like you know, point of views that <laughs> point of views are are accepted on our app, but like you know, we don't we are not gonna like tolerate people like hatred against other people. Um, yeah. you know, we're we're definitely a diverse group of, of people um, as founders. Um, yeah. So like we kind of have um, a, a a good I guess understanding of of the the kind of that can cause 
Um, and yeah, definitely. grassroots not a place for that. Amazing. No, that was just like, yeah, it's just really interesting to know um, just how you plan to monitor it because, like, obviously it comes up quite a lot on Facebook, on YouTube, and like apps say that they try to monitor it and they can do stuff. But like sometimes when you report a comment that is clearly misogynistic, they are just like, that's fine. Oh, don't worry about it, kind of thing. Like, oh, it's all good. That's just a little bit of, a little bit of sprinkle of racism in there. It's fine. Like, kind of thing. You're just like, how has this not been taken down? Like this is offensive. It's clearly offensive. Um, but that's great that you've already tried to weed it into your algorithm already. And that also you're going to like, obviously make it a high priority when people try to report comments that you're going to like filter through them and make sure that they are unbiased and they're not hateful and all that kind of stuff. Um, how are you going to monitor it being unbiased as well? Because when I was first speaking to Andrew, he said that it was an unbiased app. So how are you going to try and make it unbiased? So um, as like seen in like Facebook, Twitter, there are risks and um, accusations of the platform being unbiased. Mm-hmm. want to welcome every sort of uh, political opinion on um, granted that it's safe and not inciting violence. So mm-hmm. We'll actually publish our recommendation, entering the code for that on GitHub, which is a public code sharing website. Yeah. And so um, we encourage and um, we expect people to actually go check out our code and see that our recommendation engine um, does not have any bias and actually recommends purely based on your interactions within the platform. So whether it be liberal, conservative, um, libertarian, um, socialist beliefs, um, all are welcome in our platform as long as um, you're willing to keep an open mind and not incite violence. Amazing. Um, I have two more questions for you guys. Um, one of them is why do individually, do you guys feel that the world needs an app like this right now specifically? Um, like I said before, um, politics is, is a growing interest among the public, not just in the U S especially, but worldwide people are treating it sort of like a, um, an entertainment source with all the antics going on. We don't want to treat it like an entertainment source, even though it is fun and engaging at times. You want to treat it um, yeah, something that's very serious and actually pertains to your life, as in... Um, More an educational, fun educational tool yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, you're just like me here, not just politics. I'm, I'm talking about some goddamn boring stuff sometimes, but I try and make it fun. <laughs> Fun, but it's not a reality TV show. Yeah. Um, being in a democracy, you have the power um, and um, responsibility to vote and um, give your input to decisions that not just affect you, but the people around you. And a lot of people don't take that opportunity. Um, so we would want to facilitate um, the growth within the public and basically push people um, to participate more in politics. And uh, we feel that our features are very fun and engaging to use, sometimes pretty addictive, like our polls page. And uh, we hope that it uh, changes the world for a better place. Amazing. Yeah, I think it definitely will help in the UK because there are a lot of young voters um, that don't participate in voting just because um, we're 
I historically we don't vote in England like young people we don't vote but that's mainly because sometimes we can't sit down and read like five six people's different people's manifestos um sometimes it's because we don't agree with any of the politicians that we have been put forward and we're just like I don't like any of them so we don't want to vote and sometimes it's just the fact that people just say I don't know who to vote for like they will seem the same to me so I don't really understand the differentiation so an app like this would really help with the differentiation between different types of politicians because they may seem that they're the same but I can promise you from a politics like graduate they are very different <laughs> like every single person in politics just like every single person in the world you're very different to each other like you might sometimes seem like you're the same and all that kind of stuff like you and your best mate you might seem like you're completely like the same person but you two know you're not like at all you have very different lives you've got very different things going on you care about different things in different ways and stuff like that so it will be really beneficial definitely in the UK as well so not just in the US I think it and also across Europe it definitely will be because younger people in general they don't vote so it's definitely going to help younger people and hopefully it will also help the people who you know don't feel like they can vote as well not just younger people but you know like older generations that don't really like know who to vote for anymore because they're not as in touch with politics as they used to be and stuff like that because there's just new people coming in like we've had Oh my God, we've had so many new prime ministers in the past couple of years. Like we had like David Cameron, then we had Theresa May, and now we've got Boris Johnson in the past, like I think is yeah, like 10 years we've had three different like people in power and we've had loads of different elections and it's just been ah <laughs> in all I of remember, it. I remember seeing David Cameron on top here once. Oh god. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> That mustn't have been nice for you, dude. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were just they were making fun of him. Uh, but like, that right, we do that too. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was. They were across like the street from him. There, I thought it was pretty funny, but yeah, it was. I think that was my first. Uh, <laughs> my first like uh, entry into uh, British politics. <laughs> It's quite interesting. Like, to be fair, like the differentiation, I would say, between US and UK politics, there's not a lot in all honesty. Like, there's a good couple of differences, like the way that the voting system works, that's completely different. But the actual politics in general is the same issues that come out like everywhere like it's still the same core values you're a libertarian you're socialist you're conservative you're labor like they they all are under the same roof and the same political compass it's still the same issues that crop up like so they do need to be explained as well because sometimes you might think that your mp seems like they're for an issue but like actually historically in votes they haven't voted anything to do with it and they've all just been like i'm voting no on legalization of marijuana for example we don't have it over here um you guys in some states do and all that kind of stuff but we are still a big no-no with that kind of stuff but some politicians they talk about it in ways that you would think that they were for it but they have voted against it and there's also been um gay conversion therapy at the moment that's been going on and a lot of politicians have been saying that um you know, all we're against, like we're completely for the LGBTQ community over here. Like, oh, our party, like we represent, like we want to help represent you and all this kind of stuff. But in reality, like we just found out that half of them voted, like that gay conversion therapy is still A-OK in the UK, which obviously it shouldn't be at all. Um, Like it's not something that's 
in my eyes, even debatable. Um, you know, just sending someone off because of their sexuality is completely wrong. Um, but yeah, it's been lovely talking to you guys. And I have a couple more, like two more final questions. When is the launch of the app and where can we find it? So uh, we expect to launch um, late May. Um, early June, we're still um, we're almost done with development, and we have a couple of testing stuff to go on. We're uh, we have a pretty uh, large sample of people we need to test with to make sure that it's hitting right with all our features and um, they all work. So expect it to launch um, late May, early June, and we'll um, definitely uh, contact not just politics, um, letting you guys know where we're at. Amazing! Please do. We'll help you promote it as best as we can as well. Um, always here to help. <laughs> That's the idea is that we're just trying, we're trying to get young people heard and like young voices and trying to educate on these types of topics. So it's what we're here for. Um, amazing. I'm so glad that like, this is my favorite part about setting this up. Cause I only set this up a year ago and it just, you know, it brings people like, three boys from the US talking to UK, like a person from the UK, like just about an app kind of thing is something that you wouldn't really, exp- I wouldn't have thought would have happened a year ago, but we're all doing it because of the same reasons, because we want to help educate people and we want to help further education on politics spe- specifically. And what we've realized is that I think that n- not politics isn't just politics it it affects everything it affects culture it affects the environment it affects um economy it affects everything in between like but yeah so where can we find it as well where will the main platforms be so when when we do launch it will be on the google play store and the app store amazing well it's been lovely speaking to you guys and yeah i'll speak to you soon thank you very much Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.